You are listening to Thursday Nights, Season 4, Episode 147. City of Splendors. In a understated hall, somewhere on the east side of town, I'm just making this up, Mock <laughs> stands before the four tribunal panel members of the, uh, of the, oh, there's a word for it. What's the name for like a, like a bunch of organizations together? Conglomerate. Like a conglomerate. I'm going for... Because they're each from a their own guild. And this could be a different guild. Like a conglomerate of of the... Uh, the multi-guild. A labor... Council guild. You, you, union yeah, council. council. It's a tribunal. It's the tribunal panels. Uh, the tribunal panel members standing before him. They all stand within the zone of truth. An original spell created by Cusio the bard, bard king of Skyclave. And it was Kusia, right? It was him. Yeah, I think that was Kusia. That's what I thought. Isabel. Um, the bard king of Skyclave taught to Bairn and used here with permission of the panel members. All panel members, everyone under the effect of the spell, cannot speak mistruth inside this zone and it's magical so it works. um mock has just asked the panel members to hit him with their best shot ask him questions he they all know that he can only speak truthfully here and he's putting he's opening the book of mock for all to read and uh which panel <laughs> member Speaks up first. One question, Mister Fohammer. <clears throat> As the title of master may be restored. Yeah, I'll embellish. I don't know if that's a thing. It's online. <clears throat> now it's true. You, it's now true. Zone of truth. <clears throat> you have showed us a great deal of valuable materials from your travels, and spoken of how your time away from running your business has helped you see a larger perspective. We've heard from your associates that you have grown close to, it seems, during your time not tending Hawk's Regalia. If you were to have all of your business licensing returned to you and rights to reclaim this business that you once held, would you be manning it yourself from Waterdeep? Or would you continue on the road where you have shown us that's the place that you've gathered your recent riches? He smiles and he says, 
Master Lyra, you are... You cut right to the heart of the matter. What I've... I've known... I've known for years, for decades, of my return to Waterdeep. I've striven for it. But the question that you ask me is the one that I've asked myself... Seriously, since the day I, I got together that 50,000 gold and, uh, and set my sights on the City of Splendors again. I thought that... Well, Hawks Regalia has always been, even to this day, kind of gesturing to some of the uh, um, acquired goods, you know, that, that Pubis has presented today. It's always been a, uh, a house of reputation and reach, uh, artifacts, uh, materials, and exquisite uh, works of art uh, that were sold from afar that have dealt in the, the most premium of, uh, of, of materials and, and exotic designs. Uh, it was what I created Hawks Regalia to be and uh, was, was my passion. And for, for so many years, all I wanted to do was, was reclaim that, get back to where I was. And I thought that I was walking the path that would lead me back to where I had I had left. Uh, but as we see here, gesturing now to the various kind of baubles that he's presented, and then kind of resting on the crown itself. He says, I've been able to create something far grander than I ever might have imagined had I remained in business these 40 years. I cannot, in, in, in good conscience, in truth, the presence of my cousin, High Cleric of Moradin, in this, in this zone of truth, tell you that I'll be here uh, to, to, to greet every customer at the door uh, and, and to oversee the daily operations. For never in my time as master of Hawks Regalia did I have the opportunity to see what I've seen or collect these resources that I've been able to as an adventurer, one that's been out in the world I feel like I truly would be serving Hawks Regalia and the marketplace here worse were I to simply shut myself in and deny the the, 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 the rarity and the magnificence of what the world may bring. I have made preparation for the management of Hawks Regalia. So I have a partner here in the city a partner who has who has been in business with me with me for some time, who I intend to have to invite as uh, the head manager of this business. Says, but I, I will be here and there, never too far away, holding up a speaking stone. He says, but uh, will likely lead from afar. In these early years, uh, I'm a I'm a young dwarf. And the world is large, and and the creations that I've uh, that I've wrought recently in, inspired me to see what more can be done to uh, to, to to create a, a business truly of renown. Laura crosses her arms, then looks to her <laughs> colleagues. 
As if waiting for them to speak. As if. Orian. Nods at Laura and then looks towards Mock and then like looks back as if worried he misread Laura's intention. Me, my, yeah, I, oh, sorry. Uh, Spit it out already. Was there, was there more? Uh, uh, master for, uh, Mr. Mr. We're still going. Mr. Fohammer. Uh, your competitor. Master Stoneshaft has, uh, for the last four decades, forged bonds with many of the guild members here and throughout the city. What opportunities do you see for working collaboratively with the other guilds of the city, especially those who may soon be seeing transitions to newer, younger leadership. Uh, if if the worst were to happen and father were to pass, which I'm not saying should happen, uh, that would be absolutely terrible, absolutely terrible. I, uh, 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 strike that, strike that from guild records. <clears throat> yeah. The guild does not strike comments from the record. <laughs> <laughs> I may have comments to add a little later. <laughs> Mark says out on the Sword Coast, Waterdeep is unrivaled in its commerce. Uh, and as I said to Master Lura, I never expected to find materials and on a, a larger world than what Waterdeep had to offer because of its excellence in in craftsmanship and tradition, because the 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 range of masters to work amongst. He says, uh, the the fashion and the design, the, the culture of Waterdeep is uh, a place that always inspires, but it is always changing. Young, old, eh, it, it matters less, you know, who is at the helm of a guild in Waterdeep as much as what they're able to produce and 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 bring forth to market, how they challenge their other craftsmen and how they they create a platform that can be created upon. And you see that Mock is really getting excited about this as he starts talking about like what is truly his passion, which is kind of to work in this marketplace and create tremendous works of art. And he he exhorts the the audience here. He says, "What one." master does simply sets a line for other masters to follow up and repeat and supersede uh, the 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 masters here in Waterdeep are truly truly a, a community of of masters and the collaboration would be I, I would think inevitable as we as we push for for the for for that art and expression which truly captures ourselves on the moment. Lorian nods very seriously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Godrum and Mercy. 
Got any questions from Mock under the Zone of Truth? Hmm. Mercy has been eyeballing, just, you know, kind of analyzing some of the... Is the crown still out? Is it still... Yeah, yeah she's been admiring the work. And, you know, she seems very... She, You see her nodding her head occasionally as, you know, wordlessly, as she's sipping her tea and her eyes are obviously directed at the crown and the various... It goes back and forth between the various things that you... Other things that you've shown. And... You know, she, it's not that she necessarily, I don't think she has any other expectations beyond just seeing, being able to see what you have produced and what you will produce. So she doesn't necessarily have any questions, but you can tell that it's, it's from her demeanor that, uh, yeah, she's, uh, she's impressed. And finally, Godrum. I've been trying to think of how... Godrum viewing in recline. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Godrum uh, leans forward across the desk and his eyes uh, scan the table where, where um, Pubis has laid out all of this obvious... Blackmail. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Thank you, Dan. And it, 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 he skims, and, and his, his eyes linger on that um, the, those manacles, and finally return to Mock, and he says, "The only thing I want to know is what you've learned." Mr. Fohammer, what you've gained from your time apart from the guild, uh, what you've learned from that estrangement, with particular with particular interest to what it means to have a colored past and what it means for the future of who you are. <clears throat> Heavy question. Heavy question. <coughs> Makia comment on it. <clears throat> yeah, gives gives it some time. Let's let's that one breathe. Says, Ah, good. Speak to you of many things I've learned over the past 40 years. Some very hard lessons. Sometimes very hard, but many of those lessons have not to do with the reason why I was ousted from my position at Hawks Regalia. I think the lesson that really sets me on the true course that I hope to walk is what that while while alone despite talent despite drive despite much success yeah you 
you, you may go, uh, you, you may see some of your goals realized. You may, you may, you may advance on your own. There is, a uh, is, there, there is nothing compared to being able to work, work with others in a team, in a group. Uh, that, that is what truly has, has sustained, uh, the, the path that led me astray did not, did not happen overnight. Uh, it, it wasn't something accidental. And were there people in my life who I could have looked to, could have trusted, there, there, there were surely a hundred opportunities to divert my course. Uh, but I didn't. It wasn't me. I made those in my shop call me Mock Master. I held them to a and a, a standard of scrutiny that perhaps even I didn't meet at times. I was senseless about their their ambitions and their needs. It was all in service of my own designs. And in truth, it produced results. Much of the great work that I have done in my life was from that time period. Uh, and truly it elevated my name and my status. Hoxodegalia is a is a business of no small prominence in a, in a, in, a, in a city of splendors, uh, but I uh, I went too fast, tried to burn too bright, and it left me scorched and alone. Uh, to work with others, to work more fairly as a, as a team, you know that that shares the the wealth, the glory. Uh, and, and 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 what it means to be a a craftsman. <laughs> I had I had teachers of my own growing up, and it, it seems that I've I, I I let the opportunity to be a teacher and a partner slide by, and I would say that to move forward with uh, with companions would be would be my goal, and the lesson learned that. Perhaps if, if not making me the be a, a better craftsman, at least avoid me becoming the one that I was before. Godric kind of gives a gives a gruff nod and a hmm, and leans leans back in his chair, gesturing for the proceedings to continue. Now I'm going to need a little help here. Out of character. That's not Jelly Nixon. Um, His pants okay. down, then. <laughs> Go on. Um, the uh, uh, I can't remember if this was before Mock had a chance to roll. Uh, I don't believe he had made a roll for this, but a roll for this argument yet. No, it was so day, day two went pubis mock pubis with a response to each. So, so pubis the, was last, and then this is mock's final thing, and we didn't roll for it yet. Yeah, I feel like the no, last. This, so it went uh, the second day. It went pubis began. So we had yeah. pubis's argument, mock's rebuttal. Yeah. Then mock's argument, pubis's rebuttal, and then we just had pubis's argument, 
this is currently Mox Rebuttal. Right. Okay. So that's what I was saying. So he does need to roll for this because we didn't do yes. that roll yet. And Peepus' last argument was the blackmail, right? Correct. And Mox Rebuttal was Zone of Truth and the Crown. And this currently exchange. Yeah. This is, okay. this is the, the rebuttal. Then let's uh, get that roll. On the t- unless there were more questions, because of course Mock has is an open thing for questions. We did one each, but I wasn't yeah, sure yeah, if I yeah. wanted to this follow is... up. Yeah. Okay, sounds good. Then How's my mustache. <laughs> Does Florian ask that in the zone of truth? No. Do you want to though? Don't ask questions that you can't handle the answers to there, Florian. Um So why don't you go ahead and pick a primary target, um Mock? Yeah. My narrative, obviously, the primary target is just a mechanical construct. My yeah. the, my narrative sort of justification in my head for it is that while you're talking to a group, you know, there's one in particular that you're just you're just leaning towards, like a little bit your mannerisms, the eye contact. There's just someone that you're just focusing on a bit. more. You can only you know? wink at one jury member. Exactly. Exactly. That's the way it goes. Um, was that for me? Was that who was that? Was that me or you? I think it was for me. I think it was for me. Maybe you can wink at more than one jury member. Uh, I guess you could blink. <laughs> if you get close enough and then you just blink, at least two people will think you wink. I mean, if you're far enough away and they're all really sitting close to each other, they can't tell. <laughs> Trust me. I'd never give it. Never mind. This is being recorded. Yes. <laughs> if you cross your eyes and then blink and then wink. No just for that look, I'm going to go back through every episode that you've guest starred in, and I'm going to pull out everything you said, and I'm going to wonder why whatever you were about to say this time that this was crossed the line. That was a dark chronicle. I do not recommend it. Chukumte Bozanika. No one knows why Beavis said that, and yet he did. So strategically, you can, I, I have like Godrum and Lura, who are in the middle of the pack, and I know this is I know this is not like RP. This is not something that's being happening. Well, I'm more interested in you talking it out. But yeah, but yeah, let me just say this right. Like, we have a dwarf's dwarf, who looks a lot like Mock, <laughs> and true. there's so many similarities, and this is like Mock talking to someone who there's just so much common ground with, and like ease of connection right like you there's already been good response there also the day um, started with godrum right mm-hmm. his right. son came in um, so i feel like this is how mock would want to be talked to in this kind of situation <laughs> right and then we have like lura as the other person in the middle of the road who's like the exact opposite someone l- looking different um very different style right like this in, in terms of kind of the things she's been looking for and the attitude she's bringing brought to the table <laughs> But, like, it's hard for Mock to come off of that speech about connections and, like, branching out and whatnot and being and self-service. And stick with the dwarf. And go with Godrum, right? Like, that, that <laughs> almost, to me, just, like, it just seems to not fit. So I think I got to go with Lura. <laughs> and I think there's this element here, maybe, where if Mock was talking about, you know, past, you know, weaknesses that may have led him down the path that he's not satisfied with, Maybe Lura hears something about that for herself. She's 
Someone who I mean, uh, doesn't doesn't seem to necessarily love keeping things above board these days. All right, so it's going to be Lura. Er- Eric Eric is both uh, picking Lura and out of character trying to influence Dan. Which uh, hey, you know what? It was split between two weeks. You got to remind got to remind the players <laughs> of some of the context. Of you what were, seen you remember you were on the verge of agreeing with me. <laughs> yeah, it was. Look at the end of last session. You were giving me a nudge. lot of eyes. Dan, you couldn't remember where we left off. You were loving this. <laughs> <laughs> I, re- I remember it distinctly. Uh, so let's do Lura. Uh, and so, yeah, just do... Uh, I'll, I'll use my I'll use my inspiration dice to do that. Um, what 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 is this? What what role is this? Uh, if it if it's persuasion in my mind, persuasion is is has a wide application. Okay, let me they do don't this. for some reason in fifth edition they didn't include a skill for telling the truth while under a magical uh, um, spell that forces you to. And what's Did my percentage of Ben Bar's lift gates? Hole. It's always a gaping hole. Carrying Ooh. The and the reason Six it was with nine. advantage? Oh, because of your um. Because Inspiration. Of the, uh, inspiration. Yeah. Because Lady Luck smiled. Inspiration. Uh, unfortunately, a a bit of a low roll. Uh, yeah, natural he, nine, which became there. a fourteen, which uh, means the score goes up by one, or the disposition goes up by one, which I've just applied to Lura. Mm-hmm. And now, of course, all four panel members get to decide with their thumbs: is it up, meaning to, uh, more favorable towards Mock, down, more favorable towards Pubis, and then Kaylin will shout hers out in the middle. <clears throat> oh, that's true. Yeah, Kaylin will just shout hers. Okay, ready? Yeah. One, two, three, go. Thumbs up, Buttercup. Oh my God, it's unanimous up. Ooh. <laughs> is that the first time? Had a unanimous. That yeah, is a unanimous thumbs up. First time. Bring it up. What a Mox what a great way to end it. it. Uh, let's go one by one. Let's start with Lura. <clears throat> um, uh, the uh, I'll, I'll just be quick and we move on. Um, uh, she's very interested at the prospect of him being on the road. If he was staying in town, um, and man and managing it, it really is just. We're trading one craftsman for another craftsman. Um, she likes the idea of more whelp coming into Waterdeep by way of uh, life on the road. Hmm. All right. I've added your one. Mercy. Mercy looks to her uh, fellow guild masters and to all the people in the room. And she looks, uh, she says, um, for the glory of Waterdeep, we would not want to lose such skill to be able to call it our own we would regret it so if we lost him to another city such as silver silvery moon or never winter boo boo (laughs) (laughs) i love that the panel just like children literally boo the mention of other cities (laughs) boo (laughs) i would like to be the first to say master mock welcome home Wow. Quite a statement from Mercy. Bows his head. Godrim went favorable as well, plus one. Uh, this, I will just explain. Three words. Zone of truth. This is his thing. <laughs> That's true. It's one of the bullet points on his character sheet. One of the few. The man wants the truth. This is the most to-the-point way of getting to the truth that there is, so it also is just direct. And Mach was heartfelt and earnest. 
in what he replied with. He wasn't weaseling around getting the answer, like being mm. sassy. So that he appreciates deeply. And and he also, since we're in the zone of truth, fellas, um, the only reason that he has not actually tried to to kill pubis at this point is because there is a paladin of moradin sitting there in front of him because this fucking he's sure he's sure he could get away with it because everyone else has compromise on them as well and they'd all they'd all look the other way he's sure of it it's the perfect crime we shall see. <laughs> that is it. That is it. All right. That was Godrum. And finally, Florian. I'm sorry. Florian <laughs> Gustav Versk III. <clears throat> Thank you. To protect the reputation and future of my guild, none must know that my father is not merely sick, but dying of an enchantment gone wrong. <gasps> And yet soon, mm. Florian something, something, something Gustav the third, the third. <laughs> Gustav the third, <laughs> shall be the new face of the Enchanter's Guild. <clears throat> dun, dun, Enchanting dun. knights and charming princes. That's the motto. <laughs> and when I am head of the Enchanter's Guild, this dwarf here will have seen me as a very serious tribunal member. And I shall bring in new wealth from across the land, from magical places far and deep to our guild. And all shall know the third Florian as Florian the Great. Wow. (laughs) He changed his name. Florian the Great. Florian the Great first the third. Gustav. Did he say that out loud, or did he say that in... No, oh, no. He, this all happened in his, his head, but you see <laughs> his mustache and eyebrows just moving as he's thinking through it all. I, I really like your silent hand gesturing. Yes. Everyone knows he's got a monologue going in his mind. The great thing is, yes! I've really enjoyed your consistency with doing a little in-character voice internal internal monologue. Monologue. He's soliloquying to the audience. It's, it's awesome. He steps aside and just addresses. Yeah. Um, if the shadows have offended, think of this and all is mended. Take me seriously. And we'll be friended. Okay. The final disposition values from 0 to 10 is 7 for Lura, Mercy with 9, Godrum with 6, and Florian at a full 10. Just bumped from nine to ten on that last uh, on that last little bump. Florian's at a full ten, if you know what I mean. Oh boy! Call him no. Florian the Great. Oh, on the two some enchantment going on there, though. <laughs> Esteemed panel members of this tribunal, Kalen said this voice is actually just a walrus, um, which I completely agree with. But so is Jolly Nixon. Yeah, Isn't exactly. Jolly Nixon a time <laughs> It's convergent he was the first evolution. to become president. Everyone knows that. It's the future of Nixon, right? The head only. It is my honor. Yes, actually, that is what I think of every time it I do. It is the voice of the walrus in Alice in Wonderland. Also, possibly mm. is a walrus. <laughs> 
It is my honor to bring these arguments to a close today as we move towards the next phase of our tribunal today. As Mr. Fullhammer and Master Pubis Stoneshaft have presented all of their arguments, it is time for you, the tribunal panel, to make your decisions. But before you do, do any of you have any final questions for our audience today? If you do, <laughs> you may speak up now. Master Stoneshaft, if, if uh, the fates decided it was so that ownership of, uh, of the uh, gem crafting company that you currently head were to pass on to another... What would be your next steps as a businessman in our city? Well, would you like him to step into the zone of truth? <laughs> I would be happy to step into the zone of truth. I can keep it up unorthodox. That's what they all say. I'll allow it. I don't actually have any power as <laughs> But I could be really annoying. <laughs> Pubis steps carefully, thoughtfully within the zone of truth. Gingerly. Gingerly. Does he burn a little bit at Delicately. it? Delicately. And as he does, he brings in a the burlap sack with him. And as he answers Florian, he begins to place the items on the table back into the burlap bag slowly oh. at a time. He's like, if the entirety of my enterprise, which I have invested in, pledged my life, industry, fortunes, all of my time and energy into over the past 40 years were to be seized by you, my colleagues, I would be penniless. I would have no assets to my name. I would have nothing. This is an un... Uh, this has never happened before in the history of Waterdeep for one of your colleagues to have their entire industry bankrupted in a moment when there has been no crime that they have committed. However, were this unprecedented act to occur, I would have nothing. And I would have to use only my wits to come up with another way to earn money. And he continues to put the items back in the bag. Florian does not look happy. Any other questions? Colleagues? Fellow guildmasters? So in character, you certainly uh, can choose to ask a question or not. Uh, but since it's going to be kind of the the voting here, and we went out of our way to get Luke here, 
You could toss Pubis some more questions to let Luke talk. I, I, I do want Lure to ask something. I'm trying to figure out what to ask. No problem. It'll take your time. There are no time limits. Except for you, Pubis. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out the right question. Oh, okay. Out of, uh, out of character question. Um, <clears throat> Go for it. It seems like Water so Waterdeep is a city that's that's uh, runs on bureaucracy, and I feel like bureaucracy goes hand in hand with uh, uh, gossip in a lot of ways. Um, is are there rumors? Is there like a, a worst kept secret of what really happened to Hawks Regalia in terms of? Uh, involvement, uh, relationship between Pubis and and Mach, and what we know as the players, kind of thing. That that stuff. Is there are there any kind of rumors or is there talk of gossip on that well, when that happened? Yeah. Um. Yes, there are a lot of rumors and uh, gossip that occurs in Waterdeep. And what I'm gonna mm -hmm. um, do is I'm gonna ask you. I don't know. What have you heard? I actually would love to to get that from Eric or Luke. Um, if I mean, just to I don't know but who you were addressing, Greg. I was addressing you. Um, okay, because it'd be a great thing for you to to to, to bring and, and make up if you if you've got an idea here. You can you can go to anyone here. Do what's most yeah. dramatic. I'd I'd love uh, just a, a basic room. Basically, I want to ask. My, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll shorten it that way. My intention is to ask if there's any truth. Okay, better idea. Better idea. Back in character. <clears throat> Master. <clears throat> Master Stone Shaft. Seeing that he is in the zone of truth. He pauses. And uh, the we talked about there being like a record. Is there a person actually taking... A stenographer. A stenographer? Is there like a, a person writing this stuff down? I think right. I created that person, so yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, actually, thank you. Thank you. I'm, I, I keep getting out of, out of the game. Lura looks to the stenographer, who is definitely there. That's a truth. That's an aspect. There we go. Someone's taking notes. She says, quill down, if you please, and glares at the stenographer until the request is honored. The stenographer looks... That? Looks to That's the allowed? moderator. The moderator looks back to the stenographer and says, I have no authority in this court. <laughs> so the stenographer puts the quill down. I'm an hourly employee. He's just a concerned citizen. He's I'm like, who's watching trials. He walked into the courthouse. Okay. <clears throat> Seeing that the quill's down there, we're off the record. She looks to the other members and then says, Master Stone Shaft. Is there any truth to the rumors of your hand in the events that preceded the downfall of Mox Hox Regalia? Mm. I'm going to have to, out of character, ask you all. Was when Mock was scheming with the monkey's paw, was Pubis sort of like right along with him when we were scheming to do whatever happened? 
Yeah, I guess because Absolutely. you're in a zone of truth, it's a little more important that you get some details factually yeah, correct. Why I, I, I probably have to answer truthfully. I'm that's guessing. why I phrased it as I did. I, I, if you're staying with physically within the zone of truth, then uh, yes, you have to answer uh, truthfully. Uh, to, to, to remind you about the monkey paw, like Pubis and Delg and Drusen found that during September many years ago. And then that came back and mocked, got that from you, seized that from you for something or other. It's totally Pubis' story to tell how that happened. I mean, maybe Pubis witnessed the downfall of Mock and then simply just like pushed him over the edge a little bit. Or maybe you were instrumental right there all along, helping lead, helping lead him to the path of destruction. Like, that's totally your story, man. I, I don't know how, how you want uh, that to be written. You get to establish these truths. Mm, those are my favorite to do. I mean, uh, surely I can say too that, like, as Mock said tonight a few times or, or during the trial, like, didn't particularly treat pubis very well not with much respect a lot of like manual shit work you were like you were an apprentice that had to like really earn your way and like you know so anyways i i don't know how that may have played in in in, in how pubis yeah i'll leave it there okay i'm gonna freestyle here uh i was the apprentice of master foe hammer i found the monkey's paw However, it was a brutal, scathing apprenticeship. I was tried and tested in many ways during this period of my personal development. Um, I delivered this artifact to Master Fohammer, and he did with it as he chose. I did not have authority at the time to make the consequential decisions which led to his banishment and conviction of this tribunal. This testimony is the same that I gave 40 years ago to Master Florian's father and to some of you who were on that tribunal at the time. You can see here now that I speak the truth. If I did, in fact, just speak the truth. Florian looks satisfied and again crosses her arms and looks, looks to the members. Who looks of the... satisfied? Drink, drink, uh, drink, drink. Oh, damnation. <laughs> Florian looks satisfied too. Oh, I wonder what they've been up to. Oh, this is Florian's like chapter. Mercy um, and. Oh, sorry. Satisfied. That's it. Mercy and Godrum, do you have any questions for pupils? None, none from Godrum. Alrighty. None from Mercy. None from mercy. Well, then. Now, do... you're going to speak, Baron? If I may interject an <laughs> item. Most unorthodox. Most unorthodox. <laughs> Everything. I love this guy. About this. I've that never done a trial before, so be... it's all unorthodox. Uh, the disposition of the property Hawks Regalia as. It seems to be that the funeral members seem to be satisfied with my cousin's contrition and the uh, punishment assessed against him and the fee assessed against him have both been, you know, meted out and paid. Uh, Pubis, Master Stoneshaft, 
I have no great love for the man, but I will recognize that 40 years of work is not to be discounted. Uh, the original value of Hawk's regalia was what was stripped from my cousin. Uh, so perhaps if he is able, Pubis in this 40 years has been able to grow the business and, you know, from this seed grow a great thing. Perhaps he is able to keep the interest that he was able to build off it. And my cousin is returned the value that was originally stripped from him with interest and uh, or, uh, inflation and whatnot. A, a gold coin doesn't buy the same amount of bread as it used to. But, uh... Ban the economist. Very unorthodox. This leaves Mr. Pubis still with presumably something if the business, as he says, has grown 50% year over year for the last 40 years. Then, uh... The original principle that was stripped from my cousin should be should leave him with sufficient and be not a penniless pauper and a drain on the city's charity. The guild records should uh, be sufficiently detailed in order to accomplish this task. What say you, tribunal members? Shall the uh, shall the verdict that you are about to uh, that you are about to want a fancy word for vote? Equivocate on about. <laughs> I don't actually know what that word means, but should it be changed, modified slightly to this arrangement? Or I guess I'm asking want to understand Mock. what we're Let me change my question to Mock. Mock, do you agree with your companion's suggestion? Suggestion. It is after all you here that are here petitioning for your uh for a return of your status and capital. Mock says, uh Well I <clears throat> that uh, if we know the value of, of Hawk's regalia on the, the day I lost it, be be unfair to ask for, for aught more in return. Uh, these 40 years I've spent flying my own trade, and I've received meat for that. Uh, my one ask would be that in the value of what be returned, uh, the one thing that I ask would be the building itself. The the, the, the shop of Hawks Regalia, that, that place, that building is what it means to me. If there is merchandise, if there are craftsmen under pubis, what uh, what holds value and he values, I'd uh, I'd offer I'd offer all of that. But the but the building with me shingle be mine. Pubis speaks up. I think this is wholly fair. Uh, obviously, the building 40 years ago, which we initially built Hawks Regalia, uh, I do not even use as my main storefront or business operation headquarters. I would be willing to cede this structure 
and the name Hawks Regalia back to Mock Foehammer. I have a larger, even better name planned. Cox Regalia. Uh, a new venture. Grander. Rooster themed. He is Rooster in the zone of truth right now, right? bird by far. Unfortunately, <laughs> the drink has brought the truth deeply out of me. Cox Regalia. <laughs> a thicker, more veined uh, enterprise which I plan on the gears building. of your knowledge will swell and swell. It will swell. It will not only show to the world, but also grow larger and greater than ever before. Presenting its <laughs> gifts, spilling onto all that uh, come in contact with it. I could offer none. And as a show of good faith to this tribunal, I will even offer you an employee, a recent intern of mine that I am more than willing to offer as your first employee. Godric, young, skilled Godric, skilled already in knots and not tying. <laughs> <laughs> to be your first employee to, that you may keep as an apprentice as you did me, an apprentice. I hope you treat him as well as you treated me in these introductory years. And I shall retreat to my new headquarters to continue to build, expand, and pulsate in my new enterprise. Well, that is very interesting. Uh, of course, Colorful choice we have not language. passed any judgment <laughs> yet, but it does seem like Pubis is ready to take his loss. Uh, I do feel uh, like I owe Luke a quick pause to let you know that in the chat, someone said, I love it. This is sort of backhanded compliment to Pubis. That's not the interesting part. The interesting part uh, is the fact that that message was held in the auto moderation queue for sexual content because of the word pubis. Pubis? <laughs> it's a good Christian name! How could pubis be auto moderated? It's it comes from the noble Pubert! Pubert! Champion of the Stoneshaft clan. I had to actually add permitted term pubis for. Proper right. Thursday night's right. character. Now will become a cesspool of pubis-related content. <laughs> the noble Indeed. symbol of my house, the Stone Shaft Clam. All right. So, <laughs> very well. Esteemed tribunal members, the time has come at last to cast your votes on the two... Uh, judgments set before you. One is a yea or nay on the restoring of Mr. Mockfoehammer's uh, name and honor under the accords of Waterdeep, the city of splendors. And the second is a returning of the lost assets to Mock that he lost 50 years ago, having shown appropriate penance and, uh, ri 
various things to make a bad thing better. And... <laughs> shut up! And... <laughs> shut the hell up! I remember when Nixon said that. Uh... So without any further delay, uh, please, each of you, write down on the parchment before you check the box for yay or nay on um, both charges. What, what is it, Lura? I mean... I Lady was Brown. under the impression that we would be going to a separate room to deliberate amongst the four guildmasters. Is that not accurate? Well, and he pulls out a piece of parchment and he says, the instructions left to me by the Dianjian Miastair seem to be Master incomplete <laughs> in the section of what to do at the actual time of the vote. It seems that Somebody did not plan this tribunal all the way to the very end. Processes. <laughs> There's no process at all. Godrum is just glaring, like molten, molten beams of fire into this man's face. <laughs> it is. He's seconds away from getting fired. The process must be respected. Um, I, I, I don't remember what we formalized, honestly. I had it all structured except for the vote part, and I just forgot I just to... assumed that it was well, going to be a la a trial, and we go and say, Let's hear the I people. can't believe you think that. Uh, would you yeah. like you us too. to step yeah. out to pee? So I would love that, actually. Would you like us to step out while yes. you convene and return so without a short time? Please remove the zone of truth spell from the area. Baron does so. Truth has no place in the deliberations to come. <laughs> if you would please step into the side room, Mr. Mockfohammer and Pubis Stone Shaft. The tribunal members will do final deliberation before casting their vote. It's just called the side room. It's the side room. It's literally the room that is to the side of the room that we are in now. I call it the side room. This is my first day here. I don't know the names of all the rooms. I suppose. Eric, yeah, yeah. Here, I got it. It's a city called Waterdeep. They're not that imaginative with their location-based names. <clears throat> Baron helps himself to the refreshment table in the side room. Ooh. <laughs> there are lots of refreshments. It appears that the refreshments were for a sort of breakfast, <laughs> um, but nobody had any. Uh, so it's a few hours later now. Um, it's still mostly good. Mm, stale <laughs> scones. <laughs> Jesus, perfectly good. Do we want to wait till? Uh, no, no, no. You go, go for it. Masters <sighs> of Waterdeep, <clears throat> what say you? I, I 
him. Well, <coughs> oh, oh, let's, let's give you, it back. Let's give oh, it back geez. to him. Go, go first. Go first. Mercy patiently waits for you to <laughs> begin <laughs> what you were saying. <laughs> she gestures to Florian. Mm. Uh, Florian says, yeah. uh, "No, no, 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 no. You, go, you. I, I would rather hear what you say first. She is very patient, and she just stares at you. Uh, he looks at the other masters. Anyone else speaking first? God just met. Laura's just looking between these two, like <laughs> never lose <laughs> patience off. Godrum like stands up and starts walking around because he knows this is going to take forever, and he, he just says, "I think we've all decided, haven't we? Let's just make make it formal. What do you all say?" I think he would be good for the city, uh, good for business, and. I don't mind saying that pubis is in the strongest terms that I can come up with a bad egg. (laughs) (laughs) And what do you do? Father father never allowed swearing. (laughs) Rolls her eyes. (laughs) We all know what happens to those eggs. I believe that Mark has improved himself and is surely worthy of running a shop in Waterdeep. But the one fact does remain that I can't stop thinking about. That to remove the business in its entirety from Master Stoneshaft, who has not made the same mistakes that Fohammer did. same mistakes. <clears throat> True, but Master... Oh, I can't remember these names. Dang. Master Stoneshaft is not on trial here. I propose Fohammer gets his building, his title, as an empty place and all assets inside are kept under the stone shaft name. Oh yeah, that, that sounds more fair than what I said. <laughs> <laughs> no, now, Florian, well? you, you are locked in for a full yay vote. Yeah, but he's going to second guess along the way. Absolutely. <laughs> I, 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 we didn't mention that this week, so I was just mentioning it. Mercy and uh, Florian. Was that not his desire for the building and the name? That's the only things that he seemed to have a strong connection towards. The idea that Stoneshaft would relinquish the starting value that he that he had inside seems like we're taking money away from a business owner who hasn't, as far as this court is concerned, caused any problems for the city. And a good point you make, Laura, a good point you make. I think, though, it comes to the matter of precedent. We don't need to be setting the example here that everyone can just walk in and demand these sorts of things. This needs to be an exception. And I think whatever we decide, we'll need to make clear it's a one-off decision. 
I don't want to be dragged in here every couple of months with some new person saying, Oh, I've got a great reason why the rules don't apply to me. That is a good point. <laughs> so we make it clear. And I think, given that he's not asking for everything to be uh, bequeathed to him, and we have a, a way of keeping Mr. Stoneshaft's business interests intact in a more sensible fashion that will not cause undue mm, suffering, perhaps. In which case, the deal seems fair. But as far as undue suffering, why take any assets from Stoneshaft? Assets, assets in the sense of the building, or um, assets in the sense of the, money. The I, difference between the principal. Sorry. Yes. Um, I, I want to clarify what Lura is arguing for here, because there are two votes, and they're both binary. You're suggesting a a, a different uh, ruling. A loophole. A, a different. Yes. So you're saying no on returning the assets. It's like in a movie when the jury comes out and they say, we think this should happen. Okay, I to totally fair. I mean, go with okay. it. I just wanted to, cl I, I yeah. wanted to get an understanding of, so Lura is arguing for. I think we're understanding that the, the, the principle is the building plus stuff. Right. And there's a proposition for just the, the, building. the building without stuff. Yes. <clears throat> Perhaps Lura, perhaps Lura is uh, uh, pointing out the fact that it is well within the uh, authority of the Certainly. of the guild leaders here to make that much of a decision without the need for yes. a tribunal. That, that's a that's Thank an you. intellectual property uh, a store name matter, and and that that can be handled trivially uh, outside of this court. So to vote essentially no on returning the things, but <clears throat> to give some to you know. I want to throw some lore out just to help stir the pot a bit here. <clears throat> so if you read in the Sword Coast Adventurer's Guide, it talks about the current state of Waterdeep. Mm -hmm. And to become a Lord of Waterdeep is purely for hundreds of years, a title that's passed on, you know, father to son, you know, mother right. to daughter. It's extremely, extremely elitist. You can never buy your way or enter into this. But then Waterdeep hit some troubles. And for like a very short time, because the city was was in such instability, that started happening and titles were sold. And all of a sudden people became lords who had never just because of opportunity and it created havoc. And very recently, like within the past like decade, a strong leader has taken the helm at Waterdeep and has basically grabbed all the titles back who were ever bought and returned them to their original owners causing a lot of support from the aristocrats who basically just got stuff returned to them all of a sudden, but creating, I'm sure, a lot of other sentiment for people who worked and bought their way in and had things removed. And so like, that's the climate right now in Waterdeep today. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people have probably like uh, opinions about that, um, having been on different sides of that. And so maybe a reference here, given that this happens to be somewhat of a similar situation. <clears throat> I agree that Mock deserves his building and title back, but we can't continue the plight 
of taking away the liquid assets and properties beyond that is my stance. Well, he seems like a... He seems like a like a lad who can sort himself out, build up again. He's got enough time for it. He, as he said himself, he's young. He did say that. <laughs> I do a word. I sort of nods and then looks to Florian and uh, Mercy. Mercy. Florian spoken. Now he. Just looks to mercy. I feel the basis for for my decision on both counts uh, would be that it is a success for us and for Waterdeep to have him. Uh, whether or not he actually has all the things that he asks for the totality of it. That is a different question. Uh, but he did express such a desire to have at least of the building and the name. The rest is perhaps a gray area, maybe meant for future discussion and deliberation. So with that, I am not so concerned with whether or not he gets the the difference. And as as was mentioned, he is young and he is a craftsman of very much skill. He would have no trouble making up that difference for himself. With that disclaimer, Whereas Pubis would definitely not be able to come back from that. Penny lists forever. With the, disclaimer, <laughs> with the disclaimer of future deliberations on their way and control of those assets being within the Waterdeep Guildmasters, with that disclaimer, then I would vote yay for both of these rulings. So very specifically, so first ruling, Mock gets. Uh, it's about restoring his uh, honor, honor and and title. You know. Okay, so that's, that's ruling number one, and ruling number two. That's uh, uh, returning his assets to him, which was changed you know, from by Baron. From all assets. Suggested by Baron. Yeah. Uh, See, so I'm thrown off because. Baron changed the things we were voting on right before us just deciding whether or not we were going to say, yeah, you're not. So that's, that's why move. I'm putting some details in the... Um, and so <laughs> the, the, second, the second ruling is, is, to return, is to return the assets. I, I think, I, I feel like what you're saying, Dan, is actually a no on the second vote. Because a yay... It's, it's, it specifies. It's splitting it. It's saying yes, but with a an order of magnitude reduced because it's not all of it. It's specifically yeah. the land that's being returned, not so, the assets. So in what the building wanted or was the yeah. shingles money and the name. Yay. And then everything inside, which is basically you're, you're making an addendum 
to okay. The, to the, I, yeah. and, and we we will we will move forward with this. I just want to clarify what Mock wanted was what he said he wanted just before you guys walked did the deliberation, which is his capital back. Everything that was taken away at the time it was taken the away. That was what that's what the ruling was changed to, and so that is what the the, the second yay nay vote is for. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, don't. It's not like you're giving me back something I haven't earned. You're giving me um, back what I did earn. So I'm I'm just just clarifying the yeah. the 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 logistics, the words that were spoken. If the panel's going to come out of here after deliberating and saying we're 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 changing the second one, we're not willing to go yay on it, but we're going to do yay on on a a partial, then that's well within the uh, the the rules and regulations of this council. Like a judge okay. uh, delivering a sentence. There's like a Right. You know, guilty, but. Right. Because at first the issue was all of the business, which would be everything that Pubis had grown upon it. And Baron suggested, how about just the principle? And now you guys are like, how about just the name in a building? I like, I liked it. The, <laughs> I I, to me, the idea of Baron suggesting that it's lower is not for love of Pubis. Um, to try to save him some stuff. I, I like to see it as Baron sees that like, he didn't see a yay vote for all the assets, and he's he like, "Let's let's dial it, let's dial it back let's, a little bit, make it a little more favorable." Yes, and also, just yay. a matter of fairness, like you know. So, so it is about. So for Baron, there is a there is an aspect of pubis is who pubis is, but he put in work, and uh, I mean, doesn't like if the business was able to grow at all during those forty years. Yeah. Then that so, growth would be so, anyway. So let, let's keep it in the keep it in the tribunal. So Lura is uh, is offering a yay vote for a uh, mod for at a, a cost at a reduction a reduction of uh, what is being asked. So it's kind of looking to the group to say. Have, let's have that go to the members here. Godrum agrees with Lurum. Godrum agrees. Uh, I guess Jelly Nixon is here. <laughs> Mercy, Florian. What say you to the second charge? It's not a charge. The second ruling. Florian looks at Mercy. <laughs> Do you agree with a the end. reduced grant of assets to Mock? The exact value of the building itself and the contents within this, we do not know. But we do have a direct request of what is uh, to be re-awarded to Master Monk for Hammer, which is the building and the name and the sign. Um, should it be proven that there is an additional value which must be awarded to Master Frohammer, then let us deal with that down the line. I agree with Mercy. <laughs> and for the matter of the first matter, the returning of Mr. Mr. Mock Fohammer. Someone started that like on the first day, calling him <laughs> Mr. and Master for the other ones. Driven me nuts. I love that we've all gone with it, and it's it so hard difficult. to remember. Mr. Uh, Mock Fohammer returning his honor and titles uh, and restoring his right, restoring his privilege 
to do business here in Waterdeep under the guild charters. What say you, tribunal members? Oh, that's an I. Wholeheartedly, yes. No objection. Then I no believe objection. we oh, have. You didn't. You spoke over me. Yep. Oh, are you still here? <laughs> I would like it recorded. Uh-uh. Uh, that. Uh, Florian. The great. Uh, Gustav. Versk the third. Uh, votes. Yay. <laughs> oh. Very well. <laughs> I will bring in Master Pubis Stoneshaft and Mr. Mock Fohammer from the other room. So it's they been a couple really of minutes. We've all been in the same room, small room. There's a snack tray. What's the scene that the bailiff is greeted with? Yeah. <laughs> Upon, uh, upon the return As he walks the in, room. what does he see? Mock, pubis, and Baron. One, one of the council members did uh, request a bunch of cream pies for breakfast. I've just been sitting there, just a bunch of cream <laughs> pies. What? Oh, yeah, go ahead. Mock and, and pubis, what do they see? Well, uh, in see? the room we've the been moderator. sitting in or the room the we're ushered into? The, the room, room you've, you've been, been sitting in, which you were ushered into during the. There was like a small conference room with like a breakfast spread that we've just. Oh, been you weren't here when we described it. Sorry. Yeah, you got ushered to the side room. Yeah, there's okay. a breakfast spread. There's a breakfast like spread. Like Sam said. There's yeah. left. A couple hours old. Been feasting. It's been Greatly. what? Feasting. 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 <laughs> Greedily. His cheeks are covered in cream from the cream pie. <laughs> In anticipation of his new named industry. Cool. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> what? Just an excitement. He's eating in excitement. And none of you nervous eaters? It is time to return to the tribunal room. We have the tribunal room and the side room. Please <clears throat> return and the tribunal will deliver their judgment. It's Baron grabs a couple of cheeses. Very suspenseful yeah. for the characters, but not for the players. <laughs> <laughs> Come I mean, on in. All right. <clears throat> which of the uh, which of the tribunal panel members delivers the verdict? Who would be the eldest? Who's been there the longest? The, the, the tribunal foreman. Oh, it's we one of these four. Actually, we now bringing in another. Picked, we me. never actually picked the. I like uh, mercy for speaker. it. Mercy's been nominated. Oh, yeah. All and right, Mercy better. is it. Mercy, you are to deliver. <clears throat> Mercy, Cindershield, please deliver your verdict to our audience. <laughs> Mercy, uh, she puts down her teacup on its saucer and with a little teaspoon kind of clinks it a few times. I will now announce the... <laughs> The results, the conclusion of what we have decided. Uh, Mark, so what we have decided. He's gripping, yeah. he's gripping. He's gripping the magical table that he made, 
And as we know, that ma anything made with that magical paint is cheap shit. It's like yes. so brittle. <laughs> I think we like like there's like five HP in this table, and he's just like crushing it with his. When Cubis slammed down one of his blackmails on it, it nearly just buckled. Yeah, like Mock's like hold. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't have been a good look for Mock. Yeah, that would have been bad. Mercy just kind of stares around the room at everybody. She doesn't say anything, but she just for tension's sake. And suspense. She's a patient, patient woman. She's not a master for no reason. Gotta have a sense of the show. <laughs> Mark, Master Mark Fohammer. We have all agreed that you will be given back your title and your reputation and your ability to to craft and to perform business here in Waterdeep. A huge sigh of relief, like, that was the number one, like, kind of like leans on the table a little bit, kind of taken aback, but he knows there's more. He remains poised. For, For the more. second matter, Master Mark Fohammer, what you will be returned, it was a matter of discussion between all of us. And there is some question about the value of what you had and what and what you and how we would interpret that in today's standards. But it is agreed that you should be given back the building and the name and the sign. But for what exists within this building. None of us know what that is, what that entails, the exact value of. So we cannot give that to you. We cannot return that to you. But you are at your right to estimate, to uh, have appraised this difference in value at a future date. But you will have your building. You will have Hawk's Regalia. He nods slowly. <clears throat> he says, uh, Thank you for Master Mercy. We're going to say that's the title. <laughs> of course. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> says, uh, If I'm to understand that the building will be mine, but Pubis is free to withdraw with his uh, merchandise and the belongings in that building and that I might uh, assess uh, a, a debt to be reclaimed from him at a later date? That is correct. Uh, Forty years. Who can say any of us exactly what has entered, what has remained, what has left that building? Perhaps that is something you and Master Pubis Stoneshaft can work out. We would be glad to see what you have concluded. But here, that is not a decision that we can make. But we can grant the obvious to you. I will. I will work with Pubis on the, the repayment of the original principal and what he values of his current operation. Uh... Fortmaster, uh, 
Center Shield, I'd... this is beyond what I might have hoped for for much of those 40 years. I, I thank you and my fellow guildmasters. I'm pleased to say now. Uh, <laughs> but uh, he smiles, he's like, but my, my friends would tell you that uh, they wouldn't believe it were me if I didn't ask for something more than what's been offered. And I do have one thing to request ye. Uh, what is I it, Master Forever? Hey, he holds up the crown. He says, I made the crown of the north for, for Waterdeep, for the city, to, to show my love and my skill uh, and my desire. Um, I trust the guild and the council to choose a place where this might be displayed or, or, or possessed uh, for that end. But I would, I would ask uh, that for one year, for, for, for that first year, get me back on my feet. You allow me to display this work, my work in Hawks Regalia, so that those who come to see the crown may know, they may know of its, of its origins and that I may, I may tell some of my story to them uh, before, uh, before uh, returning it to the council's judgment. Thumbs in favor or against. Kaylin, you'll just have to shout. <laughs> yeah. One, two, three. Howdy ho, let's go. Up, up, up. Up, 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 up. I, I think, oh, uh, sorry. Oh, oh, I think that would be more than appropriate. And uh, perhaps as folks come in to admire it, you can tell them of... Uh, the don't uh, do it <laughs> don't do it florian did you say that as yes. soon as he says that florian freezes <laughs> of the adventures that you have been on in acquiring such materials <laughs> thank you quite thank right you. master versk <clears throat> master fohammer this ruling is an investment in your know-how and your ability to bring wealth to Waterdeep. Don't make us regret it. He says, uh, I look forward to taking my cut of the profits. This crown, Master Fohammer, I would be glad to see this in your shop. I would be glad alone to see it in Waterdeep, but knowing that it is in your shop... At the, in the hands of its creator, a son of Waterdeep, I plan on visiting quite often to admire its beauty. You would be welcome there. You would be welcome. Well, now that the proceedings are complete, and uh, Jelly Nixon pulls out a uh, roll of parchment, uh, from a little scroll case, places it uh, places it down on the table, and he says, "I would appreciate if you would fill out this paperwork honestly. It would help me a lot. Without, it will be uh, my superior, so to speak, will be here to collect it later." This is your parole. I bid all of you good day. And he it is community service. 
He's crazy. The parchment. He's trying to rehabilitate. We killed five people. The justice system of Waterdeep, man. The parchment says. The parchment says, uh, Waterdeep Prison Community Service Program <laughs> feedback form. <laughs> if I don't get all tens, it's as if I fail. <laughs> how's, how's my bailiffing? It's like a ride-sharing app. You uh, 9.5 and you're out. He goes, I can't believe you guys before we leave. I can't believe you guys all went with the community service. That was what I was going for, and you called it before I got to the punchline. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was amazing. Um, it says, I'm not filling that out. <laughs> that guy was scary. <laughs> Who is he? The stenographer looks up from from her parchment and she says, No one ever fills those out. And continues writing. <laughs> so sad. <laughs> That's why he's still doing this. Okay, I've already struck that for the record. <sighs> With the tribunal complete, let me get some uh, let me get some city music going on here. Like we or got slightly some... happier music. With mock finally, with the business back in his hands. It, it's a big <laughs> gap. It's the monkey's paw. He <laughs> <laughs> makes a final wish. <laughs> I will be the richest dwarf in this room. <laughs> I wish. The, For it all, fifty uh, percent every year. The tribunal. <laughs> That's all mine. The tribunal convenes. Not convenes. Wait, that means got in session. Meets. Concludes, I think. Concludes. That's the word I was looking for. <clears throat> the tribunal concludes, and the various guild masters return to their day-to-day -day business. Their next tribunal not scheduled until late next week. Oh, that's Yay. nice. <laughs> Mock and Bairn, they're leave, uh, after they leave the tribunal hall, their thoughts turn to what's next. And you recall that the plan was after this, you'd be heading back to Rebel's Lift uh, pretty swiftly because there is a uh, there is a a time limit to get back, although you are well on schedule, no concerns about being late, but trouble can always happen on the road. Always good to have a buffer. What? How does Mock and Bairn spend their, call it what, last night in Waterdeep? Before heading out, a short visit, visit. Uh, your presence is not needed beyond the uh, beyond the next morning. Some paperwork to do. Um, probably couldn't leave until the afternoon. Got to make sure the uh, T's are crossed, the I's are dotted. Um, after which you are uh, you are free to go. Although it would make I would exp yeah whatever. What is how are Mock and Baron spending this evening? Go one at a time. I mean, oh. Mock Mock is just he's overcome with. Uh... Your fulfillment, really. Uh, I mean, you know, they look, they gather up the crew. I mean, there's not a single person that came to Waterdeep with them who doesn't know what this was about, right? Um, you know, including Massimo, Rob, Belva, right? Like, 
they 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 learned what was at stake here. They were there. They were present and they participated in making the crown and they knew what that was for. So, uh, I mean, like Mock has, I'm sure, like, you know, w- would have maybe that 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 first kind of like ale to just like let it sink in, maybe with Baron. Uh, I, I would say just relive old stories. You know, t- talk about you know the what state Mock was in when he was you know dragged back to Citadel Ad- Adbar from the gutter of Waterdeep after pa- shortly after this happened. Paint me a you know, picture here when Mock's going drinking. What kind of place is this? It was Waterdeep. There's every option under the sun. Next door. The place is next door. It's just he's whatever's like, close. Stumbles out of like the courthouse and he's just like sees a faded painting of an ale mug on uh on like uh, a kind of semi rotten shingle and he just points and walks <laughs> and he says, Give me your best and it's some of the worst he's ever had. It's called the gavel. Yes. It's called it's the, the gavel. gavel. <laughs> it goes down. Gavel. It's, it's pretty harsh. It's connected the courtroom to bar. the court. It's where people go after the gavel falls, one way or another. Uh, Everyone tastes the gavel. So there's a lot of very happy and very sad people in yeah. the gavel. I mean, the environment of the gavel is such that I feel like I could talk about it all night, but I can't. Um, no. I'm just going to say my piece and I'll let Baron w- weigh in for sure. Uh, yeah. yeah. Cousin, congratulations. I did not expect you. Well, when we set out less than a year ago, I did not think we'd be standing here now. As soon as we are. Oxy, the, the years of the dwarf are long and we really need more time to adjust to these things. Uh, half the reason you you would have seen me at the gavel them forty years ago, uh, pissed drunk and blind, was because it got wrenched away from me so quickly. Cousin, I didn't deal with it that well then, and now that it's fallen back in my lap, I'm a little concerned that I may not handle the transition so well again. Well, you've got uh, when you, in the meeting you were talking about a person you have as a partner to run things while you were away. I'm assuming uh, you meant, um, I forget the name. Barbic. Uh, Baron forgets the name, too. Uh, uh, Barbic! Aurora's puppy! <laughs> ah, I, sh- I sure hope he says yes, because on the time limit we've got, it's going to be uh, Godric's son running the joint if he declines. <laughs> I don't know that I would keep him on. I mean, hey, I don't know if I trust him to keep him on. He's good at knots. Damn good at knots. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, a day of practice. Uh, Bodrick's a sensible man, and he'll whip the boy into shape, uh, or, or 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 make him make him wish for a for a new life of, uh, overseas. Uh, I've no I've no concern about what may happen there, and don't worry uh, if that idiot pubis thinks he's planted a spy in my organization. I'll feed him so much confusing information. He'll think. He'll think his ass is on his head. Ah, pubis. I really need to think about that appraisal before things get too distant, but honestly, that's good for him. Uh, I really, really hope that uh, uh, we, we, we see some of him in the, in, in the future years. See what he, see, see what he can do. Uh, uh, see what he can really prove to me on his own. Uh, I never really did see what the boy uh, became. 
Well, Do you keep much ties with uh, with this with these people? I haven't talked much to the stone shaft in, in, in these past decades. Can't say I was ever very close. And after that incident with him and my son Delg, I ah. didn't have much of a preference to keep in close contact with him. Seems like a bad influence. I don't know why you kept him around as an apprentice after that. Well, the stone shafts, they're the clan up in Thornhold. Such a great reputation. Excellent miners. I feel like a pubis fell a bit far from the tree. But hey, it's it's just on the other side of the mirror. And if Scrim ever drags us back to that uh, that poisoned salt bog he calls a home, it's just uh, just up the road to see what's happening with the stone shafts. Uh, we'll have to see if pubis has checked in at all over these years. Maybe. But, cousin, again, congratulations. Hey, this tastes like horse's urine, but it's the sweetest ale I've had in many moons. Let's tip them up and go find our, our folks. Aye. And then... Can we get a, a scene of what Pubis is doing as well? I'm please. curious about that. <clears throat> well, Pubis very gracefully has exited this thing. He, he could have chosen in the moment to throw up a stink, but he... Had a nose for the room. Obviously, Pubis is no junior negotiator. He smelled the way the wind was blowing. He decided it was better to recoup his losses in the shadows rather than in the light. And uh, <clears throat> he retreats from the, uh, the hallway and, you know, has a moment of self-reflection and realizes, you know, Hawk's Regalia was, was truly a crafter's guild was a guild made by someone whose primary job was to make and design individual pieces of art, which are high quality. And at the end of the day, Pubis had really just used this business to influence what Pubis was really interested in, which was trade, uh, mercantile, um, international bargaining, and uh, a dash of political intrigue. And Pubis realized that the more interesting um, industry that he was going to take his enormous... In and he was, he's happy he didn't lose his whole industry. He realized that there was a quite a bit of risk. He's happy he only lost a small fraction of his business, the original Hawks Regalia building, which had some in it. And of course, he's going to try to quickly empty out that whole building and have an official uh, tally keeper of the city come and do a public evaluation of it and realize there was only bales of straw in there and do a written up <laughs> uh, written up document that can be certified by the city and presented to the guild masters and to mock upon its return. Um, so Maybe of course, hire an itinerant youth for a second or third party to throw a burning rip bottle of gasoline in the window. 1,000%, yes. <clears throat> and a massive grand reopening of Cox Regalia um, is going to be... Um, showing up, exploding on the city, huge grand opening for everyone. Um, and of course, he now has, he's going to be carefully counting every bronze uh, talent that he lost in this, evaluating it, and then making his plans to reclaim every item from each of these guild masters that crossed him. Um, and of course, trying to regain as much money as he can. So, nothing but there's a little moment of introspection. A little bit of introspection. But of course, deeper and darker plans are afoot. Plans within plans. Pubis plans within plans. Looks inside and knows who he is and what he must do. He sees the void and he bathes in it. <laughs> <laughs> deeper and darker. Way, way down. Down, darker. 
And then uh, to to the, the the other companions to go and again share the news, um, and you know make uh, make merry and make offers to officially, oh, again, ask ask Barvik to be you know a, a partner in business once again and to lead Hawks Regalia. I mean, that, that gem shop that Mock found in the first pass through Silvery Moon, he selected that based on quality and, you know, and, and expertise. But, uh, you know, this is a new type of of operation for Barvik. This is the next level. Uh, Mock hopes that he can, he can tempt him to uh, to step step up and uh, and really build something special. And I would roll for that too. Barvik. Ooh. Barvik. <clears throat> oh, we have a Barvik. Let me put him in the scene here, just so we've got him. Got a Barvik. 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 Wait, where is Barvik? Where's Barvik? Where is Barvik? Where is Barvik? I don't know why I put him in side characters. I wish I didn't put any of them in. <laughs> There's Barvik. All right. <clears throat> Barvik says, Mock. You do me a great honor offering this to me. I owe you a debt. I owe you a debt I can never repay. What you did for me in the sewers of Silvery Moon. I wouldn't be walking here if it weren't for you and yours. And I would be honored. To be the steward of your business until the day you can return. But I need to talk with my family. Hmm. My family's made a decision. And I'd like to return with you to this town you spoke of. Mm. Uh, what was her name? Helna. My beautiful mm. wife. My daughter, Helna. Says, I can't put them through what they went through again. I wish I could say we'd felt safer in Waterdeep. But Silvery Moon's not a small town. And they still pulled me from my business. They beat me half to death. Right under the eyes of the authorities and all the rest. If they went for me there, they could go for me here. Mark says, uh, I understand. And, uh, you know you and your family are welcome wherever I go. But I know you're a dwarf with more to offer than the homely shores of Revel's <laughs> Lift. Aye. It's a, it's a place of beauty and retirement, and you're a good dwarf with many good years left in you. That I uh, am. I'd, I'd, I'd hate that this be the day 
that we give in to those forces that threaten. He says, my salvation 40 years ago, when I lie in the gutter, bereft of everything, drinking the bitter cup of my misdeeds, my salvation then was Dane Frostbeard, master of axes of Citadel Adbar. He personally journeyed with his warriors to drag my ass out of there and throw it in another fire. Eh, I fought with him for about 30 years afterwards. So, so no, 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 not some self-interest there. But he's been a great friend, an ally, and has saved my life more than more than times I can count. My my thought, my vision of you joining me and taking this <clears throat> would wasn't to leave you on your own, not by a long stretch. I've already sent him communication, and when he hears word that I'm back in business, clan crafter of Citadel Ladbar, full rights and titles, full honors. He'll send me a contingent of the hardest dwarves that you've ever seen. You lack for anvil space, just use one of their backs. And if aught dangerous sets foot within a hair's breadth of you and yours, or me and mine, or ours, the violence that will be put on them will be the kind that would escalate only to armies moving across the face of the Sword Coast. Ah, uh, the military might of Citadel Adbar is as deep as, as, uh, as the ocean. And uh, we'll we'll have strength where we need it. That I can promise you. He stands up, holding his uh, uh, holding his his stein of. Well, I wouldn't say fine dwarven ale because we're here in the gavel. Or or was that just the drink with Baron? I, I think that was just the drink my idea, Baron. but yeah, I, I think there's something a little bit nicer in the glass now. I would I really hope. I like that yeah. you went with Baron. For that initial thing, and then we it's like, initial, okay, let's go get the all right, let's That's go, even let's better. Let's go leave, go re-meet it with the crew, have a proper celebration. All right. Fine dwarven ale. He holds up. And he says, Master Fohammer, it would be an honor to call you a business partner. Or it would be an honor to call you a partner in this business. He says, and I have to say... The idea of getting to work with a team of dwarves again warms my cold heart. Tonight, we drink. Tomorrow, we talk business. It's gold. And he throws it back. Excellent. Uh, what What of my friends here who have uh, paid the, paved the path for this victory. What of your family, Mossimo? Velva, Rob, what are your plans? Where will you Mossimo's be? parents are there with them. I mean, they want to yeah. see Mock, yes. and they're there. <laughs> and they, uh, they're fast talkers. <laughs> Mossimo says, I would like to reintroduce. And then his mom steps in and says, that's enough, Mossy, that's enough. Oh, Mark, it's so good to see you. And gives you a huge hug. And the dad's saying, he's got like a big smoking pipe. Good to see you, son. Good to see you. And uh, they're just happy to see him. And Mossimo's just standing there. He says, uh, Rob and I will make 
our way as we always have. Where should we go next, Rob? Well, I've uh, I've grown quite fond of these uh, these folks here. Uh, you know, we've solved many crimes together. We've righted a lot of wrongs, but I can't say that I have I've had as much fun doing it as I have with these these adventurers here. I'd uh, I wouldn't mind getting bored that airship of yours and seeing this Revels Lift Town for myself. Oh, 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 oh. Back from oh. the corner, you hear Belva just chiming in. Ah, me too. <laughs> and 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 you see her, and she's in the middle of aiming at like a bottle that someone is balancing on their head at the far corner of the bar. And there are several bolts in the wall behind this individual. She's yet to hit the bottle. She's also <laughs> yet to hit this person. And and there's there's some there's some kind of wager happening. You're not really sure if she's like supposed to hit the bottle or not, but like that's an, kind of an ongoing procedure happening here. Mock upon hearing that Belva's coming visibly perks up. And he's like, that's a grand idea, Belva. Do come. Well, there's so much more to show you of this world. And uh, I know that, that you're the last to make your mark. You hear the, t- <laughs> the bottle break. She says, and then some rounds on me. Yay. If they go to the East Coast, we're going to have to have conversations between Massimo and Justin and Rob and Oilbert. It takes so long. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Look, you guys started it as far as I'm concerned, so <laughs> you make your bed and you lie in it. <laughs> well, all's welcome, but uh, there'll be serious business with that ticket east. Uh, the uh, the conversation trip is not likely to be soon. Yeah. Hi. Well, what are we talking? Weeks? Uh, a sewer full of thug dwarfs has been the least of our problems these last months. In, uh, in the famous words of Winston from Ghostbusters, I've seen shit that will turn you white. <laughs> <laughs> white dragon. But uh, you're, you're, you're all welcome as, uh, as as far as I'm concerned. Ben, what say you? I mean, more they've had our backs in a pinch. If they're wanting to go, they're more than welcome. But uh, I don't know they're really interested looking at them in dipping down into some of the nastier things we're going. <clears throat> and Rebels Lift is a Pretty quiet town, as far as I could tell. Not even sure what the next nearest thing is to that place. Skyclave, maybe? Well, All I care, it's a fair distance away from anyone who might want to kill me. It is that, because you're unlikely to meet anyone who you've ever met before. Mark puts his hands together and he says, 
I do have an alternate proposal for uh, as trusted and hearty gentleman and gentle lady as the three of you. Not much gentle uh, about me. There is uh, there's something that I need. And you know, you so saw that Mock took off his bracers as he was talking about, you know, the 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 hard knocked dwarves of Citadel Adbar, showing his axe tattoo on his on his lower wrist, signifying his uh, rank of lieutenant amongst the uh, the uh, axemen who protect that citadel. Um, and now you see him reveal another tattoo. As he takes off his pauldron, you know, re- revealing the emerald tattoo on his shoulder that you had seen before when uh, you see before when Mock is kind of in his leather apron at his anvil, and he says, I "Believe some of you may know the tale of this marking here, that uh, emerald, largest of its kind ever pulled out of the the earth below Citadel Adbar. Massive in size, and uh, above average in quality." <laughs> Made the path for a, 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 not a few jokes I told over the years, but uh, the reality is, as I learn more about my next task in front of me, something that I'm ought to craft. I need that stone. I need it. I don't know what else I need to make my next, my next you, piece, but I need. You that. need a big ass emerald. It's not just any emerald, though. It's my emerald, and they've got it in the vault at Adbar. So if you're if you're keen to come with us to the to Revel's wrist lift, I'd invite you to go direct. But if you're open to taking a uh, taking a, a long way around the bend and get me something I need, I'd pay you for the work and be mighty grateful to it. Well, fair. And, fair. Says, and the 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 offer is standing for any three of you, any one of you, whoever feels that they might do it. Are you asking us to? To break into Citadel Adbar. Oh, I hope he is. Is that uh, what you're? I hope you're not, cousin. No such luck. <laughs> no such luck. <laughs> that, that emerald, and he looks straight at Mossimo. He's like that emerald. They're not going to give it up easily, even if I'm the one asking for it. You may have to do a bit of negotiating. Between Rob and I, we always find a way. They're definitely going to steal it. They're definitely going to steal that emerald. <laughs> and he turns and he slowly winks at Rob. Very obviously. Rob face palms. <laughs> uh, Eric, are you saying that Mock wants this for th- for the the crafting that he's going to do? For his knife? So, yeah. so the plan is you're yeah. going to Revel's Lift. And then you're going yeah. down into the Underdark immediately, and you're going there yeah. to craft. That's why we're stopping so there. So if anyone the way. doesn't go with you right now, well, they won't catch is, up so, with you because you're in a magic the, airship. The location of the the location of the pool of souls is not 100% locked down, and I didn't know that the crafting would happen entirely then and there. So I'm building on the lore I'm creating around soul crafting. To get a something that I, a seed that I planted a long time ago, back in the story, <laughs> and I'm sure if we need to teleport a gem somewhere, we can do that. But of I need course. them to get that fucking gem. The gem is non-negotiable. 
I want that gem. Give me that gem. Who do I have to talk to? And gentlemen, we do have to I join want my up. gems. <laughs> we do have to join up with Deck Shadowstalker to get this oh, to work. Oh, man. Uh, oh, yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, Greg, uh, we'll, we'll worry on whatever we need to. Yeah, yeah we, can, uh, we can work that out. No big deal. I was just clarifying. Or, or if it doesn't happen, that's just a bigger challenge to overcome. <laughs> we show Locks up with 11. the gem and the rest the... of the characters are dead. Perfect. <laughs> the next morning. new characters. Mock has a lot of paperwork to do. A lot of different buildings to visit. A lot of different uh, putting his appraisals aff- to be made. Appraisals to be made. <laughs> well, seals. The appraisals with the appraisal guild, and then uh, there's getting the transfer appraisal. of ownership with the transfer of ownership yes, guild. Yes, it's all the different guilds, of course. <laughs> you got to meet. Well, you have to meet with the appointment guild to get an appointment with the appraisal guild. You have to get the secretary's guild in order to meet with the secretary of the person who's going to make the appointment. You're it in takes, the wrong building. It takes all morning. Uh, and it's not until late afternoon that Mock's business is finally concluded. Same day. Amazing. I mean, it's not his first rodeo, and at least the dwarves that were there are still in office. <laughs> now, scene change. The mu- Describe the music, because I can't hear it. Uh, it's really calm. Okay, like a are calm, we in meadow? gentle music. Okay. <laughs> Okay. I'm just picturing it. Drewston. Oh, wait, wait. Hang on. Sorry. Wrong. Drewston. I don't like how the music in this works very well. Drewston? There we go. Drewston. <clears throat> you mean the green wizard? Drewston Green. Startled. Awake. In the middle of the night, by one of the Is house servants, by one of the house servants, comes in, says, Master Green, Master Green, I... you must wake up, you must wake up, they're you, here. You've ruined my sleep. They're here, they've arrived. And we'll continue next week. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Alrighty. <laughs> Does Justin wink at the camera now when he says ruined? Of course. He always assumes <laughs> He never wasn't. It's he always assumes someone's scrying on him. So he just That scene <laughs> that scene was basically the end of each episode of Quantum Leap where you're like, oh what trouble's he in now? <laughs> it is. Oh, yeah. It was a real quantum <laughs> leap ending. Um <laughs> Alright, thanks for playing on Wednesday, crew. Yeah. Good job, Wednesday. uh, Sorry for the early end, viewers and players. Thank you for the early end. uh, I know Kevin had to go, and I'm sure Kalen could use the rest, and I could use the rest, frankly. Um, I mean, sometimes you need a quickie. Yeah. (laughs) That wasn't rushed, though. Sometimes you do. No, it didn't feel rushed at all, actually. It felt felt very... uh, Perfect timing. Felt like Mm. really good pacing. Um, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Most of all, I don't like thanking someone most of all, but in this case, thank you most of all, Luke, You're for welcome. guest oh. starring oh. Uh, <laughs> and bringing uh, and bringing everything that you do oh, to the game. Yes. I, it was my pleasure. I'm a, I'm a big fan. Once we had the idea of bringing you in, I think it was Eric that planted that original seed. 
I needed a pubis back. Luke is <laughs> pubis. Pubis is Luke. Yeah, to a degree yeah. at times. Depending. As soon as you suggested the idea, I went, you know, because Luke, you know, he's got a little bit of a reputation for a little bit of a... What? Uh, you know, what you might call uh, strong huh? sexual content. That uh, ridiculous. Cox <laughs> regalia? What? And I NC thought, uh, how, how perfect. What did you think? NC-17. It's a sealant uh, company. So. And uh, it was great because sometimes it can be challenging to figure out, oh, is Luke's particular like energy going to fit with this like part of the story? Or is it going to mesh with the other characters? But this, it was like, oh my god. That's exactly what we need as the opponent in a courtroom scene. Like through and through, bring everything you have. It, it was, was awesome. so pleasurable. It was just so to, much fun. Just to get dark and dirty with pubis. I think pubis has a lot of shenanigans. Who knows? You know, a couple He's years ago. He's not gone yet. What I think that was a show plans. on Quibi for a bit, getting we're dark and dirty with pubis. We, we, we let him sit for 40 years and look what he's flowered into. Something just <laughs> corrosive and maligned. And another 40 years, who, Matt, who can know? Like so a tub I, of yogurt left in the back of the fridge. So one quick I do love... <laughs> delicious. Uh, I do love the the pubis meta story here that he started when we did just a get together dwarf brainstorm that yes. turned into a little mini adventure, and then he was in Mock's backstory, and then oh, oh before that he was in we Waterdeep. Saw him in Waterdeep we briefly with an end. egg, yeah. but then Mock's backstory, and then here. So the pubis story isn't just forty years; like it goes back. Very, very far. It's really. Fun. I remember that session. Whose house were we at where we did that? Uh, Eric's. We were Mill Valley when That's I was right. still wow. in Mill Valley. Yeah. We had like, the projector fun. up. We were just all kind of sitting there and just bullshit. That's when we figured out Adric Amberhelm. That's yeah. when we figured out the that. holds and everything. Tristan and Mock and Ben yeah. were there. Mm -hmm. So, my question is uh, to the guild masters Did Luke pull each of the rest of you aside? to talk before the session and follow-up question did greg and eric know about that luke did not talk to me uh luke, luke didn't pull me aside but i did message him it's easy okay. to keep a straight face caitlin when you're a cat face meow. <laughs> <laughs> like meow i was uh there was a series of conversations strategically placed maybe i could have improved that to uh press my advantage both with greg and written